Hey guys, welcome to my series of podcast episodes about what? How? Um, My goal with these episodes is going to be to try to explain to you what a certain comprehensible input strategy is and how to implement it in your classrooms. I hope they're helpful for you. I also wanted to share with you guys a whole class output activity that's kind of a game competition that students can start utilizing the language about input that is very familiar to them. So if you listened to my last episode, episode 11, about Circle the Wagons, right after we did Circle the Wagons during class, we went on to play this game that I originally knew as Back Atcha. I learned it from Martina Bex, and she credits Cynthia Hitz in her blog post about it. She has now renamed it Ping Pong Recall because it was hard to search for the name back at you. So if you want her version of the, st- of the game and all the rules typed out, check out her blog, The Comprehensible Classroom, Martina Bex's blog, and you can search for Ping Pong Recall. You can also search for back at you and it will come up. So I've done this activity before and I really like it because it encourages students who haven't spoken up before to speak up. So basically what happens is you divide your class into two teams. So I just split them right down the middle of the room. These were the same teams that I split them into during Circle the Wagons. So I ha- you could have more than two, but I just had two because I figured that was enough. So when I had them do Circle the Wagons, I said, okay, you're wanting to focus on figuring out as much as you can say about each picture as possible because as soon as we're done with this, we're going to do a whole class competition. And so basically what happens is you pull up a picture or something that is related to the story or the the input that you've been working with. So for me, I pulled up a picture of that represented an event in my story that I've been telling them about the bus accident I was in in Costa Rica. And the idea is you start with one team and they say something about the picture. Now, I have done this in the past and broken up my points in a really complicated way, but I really simplified it today and it worked really well. So we want to encourage new students to speak during this activity. So basically what I did is I said, okay, you get one point if it's your first time talking. On top of that one point, you'll get an additional point if you say a new word or phrase. And if you can say a whole sentence instead of just a word or phrase, you'll get two points. So basically, the first time a student spoke, if they said a whole sentence, they would get three points for their team. And if the first time a student spoke, if they said just a word or phrase, they would get two points for their team, which is awesome because their teammates are encouraging the people who haven't spoken yet to get a chance to go. So the way it works is team A, you'll put the picture up like I did today. Team A will say one sentence about the picture. I put their points on the board. I automatically go to team B. Team B will say a pic- say something. And I told them, I said, you don't get points for repeating information unless you're a new speaker. So if you're nervous to say something, but you still want to get your point for being the new student that shared, you can repeat something that your team said earlier or that the other team said, and I'll still give you your point for being, you know, willing to step out and say something, even if you weren't willing to say something new about the picture. Because output is scary. So we want to encourage them, but not pressure them too much. And positive peer pressure, in my opinion, is the best way to do that in celebrating what they are able to produce, even if it's not accurate or it sounds goofy. For example, I had one student say something today 
and it wasn't phrased quite, quite right. Um, I think she said something like cinco dinero, um, which means five money instead of five dollars. And one of her teammates was like giggling at it because it sounded funny. And I was like, hey, it's all good. I knew exactly what she was trying to say. That's all that matters. And just clarifying and communicating to your students that the activity is about communicating a message, not speaking things perfectly or saying things with the right tense or exactly how they're supposed to sound. That will come with more time and with input. And so basically, team A starts and they say a sentence, then team B goes, team A goes, team B goes. And I basically go either until the teams run out of things to say or... I feel like we've spent enough time on this picture. And so, for example, there was a picture of the bus that we had to get on to leave to go back to the city where we were studying. So we took a vacation from our vacation. I was studying abroad, and on the weekend, we went to the beach instead of in the city where we lived. And so it was time for me to go home from the beach. So there was a picture of like a bus stop with a bus. And, you know, the kids said something like, you know, the bu- the buses, and I love when Senior Wooly comes into our stories, because the kids were like, the bus is una ganga, <laughs> like, because it's, it's a bargain, because I told them it only cost like $6 to take this coach bus um, from the city to the beach. And so, you know, they said something like that. They said Miss Leppert was sad. And then another student said Miss Leppert was sad because she needed to go to school. Um, so they kind of build off of each other and add on to it. And then I had one student raise their hand. And although this wasn't relevant to the story, the student said the bus is green and red. And I was like, yeah, you're 100% right. The bus is green and red in this picture. And if a student is at a point where they're very concrete like that and they just need to point out what they see, that's totally fine with me. There was a picture of the beach and someone was swimming in the water. Obviously, that wasn't anyone I knew because I just found the picture on Google. But the students said that, you know, Miss Leppert likes the beach. She likes to swim, um, which isn't really true, but. You know, they're inferring that from the fact that I took a trip to the beach, so that's fair. You know, the water is blue. There's a person in the water. All of those sentences are great because they're using the language in their head that they've built up in Spanish, and they're starting to output and speak it. So I continue going back and forth, and it's not like, oh, if this team you know, says something wrong, the other team can steal. There's no stealing involved. There's only positive points happening here. And again, I did it where one point you got for your first time speaking no matter what. And then after that, you got one point for a sentence or a phrase, or I'm sorry, a word or a phrase. And you got two points for a whole sentence. And so the students were able to go back and forth. um, And every single person said something at least once, except for one student. And she's extremely shy. And her teammates were encouraging her like, come on, Maria, come on, you can do it. But we didn't linger on it. They weren't mad at her because she did not because the other members of the team who feel more confident and are ready to output were able to do so in this activity. And because they're raising their hands, I was able to watch for those quieter students or the ones who hadn't spoken yet and call on them when they were raising their hand. And so after going back and forth, when one team runs out of things to say, I go on to the next picture and I let them start because if they didn't have their hand raised, that means they missed their turn. I let them start and you just go ping pong back and forth. And so it's a really awesome output activity, especially if you've given students to an opportunity to speak on the same kind of story or content or they've read it and worked with it a lot and they're really familiar with a lot of the phrases and activities 
and words, I'm sorry, I don't know where the word activities came from, if they're already very familiar with the words um, and the content in the input, then it will be much easier for them to output. So give it a try and let me know how it goes. My students love it. I think it's super fun. It's really low low stress on me. So if you feel like you're always kind of putting on a show in your classroom or that you're speaking a lot or you need a day where you're just not talking as much, this is a great opportunity as long as the students know the expectations and I don't let side conversations happen. So if it's one team's turn, they're not talking when it's not their turn and vice versa because they're listening to the other students because they can build off of the input and the sentences they've already started. So if one student said Miss Leppert went to Costa Rica, the other team could take that sentence and say, oh, Miss Leppert went to Costa Rica on a plane. And I count that as a whole new sentence because they did say a complete sentence in Spanish with new information in it. So I hope you try this game. I hope you like it. I hope your students enjoy it and it gets them feeling more confident in utilizing the language and not thinking about it so much before they speak.